Hi guys, welcome to episode six of the Beauty and Business podcast. If you're new here, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Also, I want to shout out my sponsor, uh, Best Beauty Cosmetics, for my lipstick. This is in the color Toronto Ting. Make sure to follow her on Instagram at Best Beauty Cosmetics. Today's guest is Yanessi. She's a well-known nail artist in the city, and I'm so excited to have her. So let's get started. Hi, Ness. Thank you for coming on today. Hello. Daddy. So let's start by you introducing yourself and letting us know what you do. Well, my name is Yanessi. I am owner of Nest Nails, is a small boutique nail salon uh, located in Ajax, but in Pickering Village of Ajax, which is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> um, that's who I am. Yeah. Nice. And tell us about how you got into nails, and how did you find your experience as a beginner starting in nails? So the story of me getting into nails is pretty interesting, actually. So. Um, I worked uh, at a brokerage. I've been working in insurance for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and so at the time, I, I've i always had like two, three jobs going. Like mm -hmm. ever since moving to Canada, I've always had multiple jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, <clears throat> so at the time, I was working with a courier um, delivering Amazon packages. Oh. And then they, the part time that was. And they changed their contract and they wanted people with bigger vehicles. And so at the time I had like, I had a, a, a coupe, mm -hmm. right? And I was delivering packages in that. And so they wanted people with bigger vehicles and that. So I lost that gig and I was like, what am I gonna do to supplement my income? Cause I got used to the extra money. Right. Um, and I was like, I'm not gonna go back to retail. I'm not trading that much time for pennies and a dollar, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, what am I gonna do? Anyway, so I'm doing my nails at my desk. I would always, like for the life of me, no matter how long it's been, I always do my nails at my desk at work because that's the only time that I can, I don't need to be going into my bag or doing this or doing that. I'm on the computer, I can yeah. let my nails dry while I'm working, right? People hated me for it. <laughs> for years I did it. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I was doing my nails at my desk. This time it was shellac. Shellac came out. I had my own my lamp and my polish and everything at my desk. In the office. In the office. Wow. Unruly. Um, and then I had a new. I had a a broker. At the time I was underwriting, so I had a broker that was new um, to the brokerage, and she wanted to break the ice with me for some reason. I was unapproachable or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, when I'm at work, I'm at work. I'm in my. You know, I'm in yeah. my corner. I'm doing my thing, right? So, anyways. So I guess she found a common de denominator to break the ice with. And so she came up to me, she's like, oh my God, you do nails? I'm like, I do nails. She's like, I do nails too. I'm like, no, I only do my nails because, you know, like whenever mm -hmm. I go to the salon, it never lasts. As I just said, you know, I'm just gonna start doing my own nails. Mm -hmm. And then she was Asian um, and she, she then proceeded to like say, you know, you should do this course at Bio Seaweed. Um, you know, they give you a good starter kit. I do my family's nails and stuff and make wow. a little money in the side, whatever, yeah. whatever. I was like, okay, why not try it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I did the course. When I walked into the establishment where they're doing the training, a black lady was training me. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm in the right place. Because like, obviously we know the industry to not mm -hmm. be us, right? Yeah. And so when I saw that, I, it made me feel so comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. And then I did, I did the training course, and she was like, you're real natural. And I'm like, oh really? I'm like, 
okay, thanks, whatever. And then I said to myself, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this correctly. So from the jump, I registered my business and I did everything like yeah. as I was supposed to. Um, and then now I'm here. <laughs> That's kind of how I got it. It was weird. If you asked me, I don't know, a few years ago, if I saw myself doing nails, yeah. I would have most definitely told Said you no. no. Because at the time, I was thinking about opening my own actual insurance brokerage. So I was oh, doing courses. To stay in with what you were to doing. Stay, yeah, because I, I was in the industry for about 10, 12 years already, right? So my goal was I was in doing like um, different courses that would allow me to get my unrestricted insurance license yeah. to open up my own brokerage. That's where I was headed, wow. not nails. So what did it feel like leaving your nine to five <laughs> to take on being a nail tech full time? What was oh that like? my gosh. Okay, so first of all, I manifested getting fired. I did not leave, I didn't quit. Um, but so I went full time doing nails in 2019, the beginning of 2019, forcibly, mm -hmm. because I was let go. The October prior, I had a client, her name is Lisa Monet, and she was, she, you know, the DJ? The DJ, yeah. yes. Um, and I was, at the time, I was in Scarborough working from my condo in I my bed. I remember den. that. Yes, girl. So, so the October prior, she was like, you know, you should do this full time. I'm like, oh my God, this is scary. I can't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, when things were starting to pick up slowly, and then my jobs, my, my job kind of pivoted. So I was working in Woodbridge, and then my office moved downtown. Mm -hmm. Hated commuting downtown. Like, the traffic. Nightmare. Yeah. Driving was a nightmare. Hopping on the goal was a nightmare. There's only certain cars working. It's like a nightmare there and back. Yeah, it was just horrendous. And then I had to walk from the goal, tra the goal train to the office. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, it was horrendous. And then the office, the new office, I didn't feel comfortable in. Um, and so it was just, it was just whatever. So then mm. December came around. And I was like, oh my God, these people just need to fire me. I just want to just, I'm like, if I'm going to invest, if I'm going to give these people 10 hours a day of my time, this is mm -hmm. including commute and all this mm -hmm. stuff. I'm like, I can actually do, let me try and do it for myself. Invest that time in myself. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I've attempted to, right? Right. Um, and so I was saying that December, the whole of November, the whole of December, January rolls around, some passive aggressive emails passed around and then they let me go and I was like okay I got on the go train and I updated my um my my hours of operation we I put on a new flyer I was about to move to Ajax back to Ajax and I was like okay let's do this and and the transition was just like it was meant to be yeah it was literally meant to be yeah. and in no time within that year I replaced my salary and I was like okay this is where I'm supposed and to doing be. something you like. Exactly. So yeah, from yeah. your own space. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Now, how do you feel? Because now, like, on social media, I even see it. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of black women now are tapping into nails mm -hmm. a lot. I see it a lot. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about black women starting to tap into an industry that, as we know, is predominantly run by Koreans? Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that I'm seeing it because we are also known to like be the hairdressers of the world, right? Um, Who are you telling? <laughs> That's where right? I started. Okay, so um, now when I when I started, funny enough, when I started in the same brokerage, right? I was like, I had just finished my training, right? Mm -hmm. And there was this also a new uh, a new employee at the time. She's an account manager at the time and her nails were banging, it was long. Mm -hmm. and I was like, I wanna give this girl my card. Mm -hmm. 
right? And I was like, okay, I muscled up like the courage to give her my card. I gave her my card. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm a new nail tech. I love to do your nails, right? Mm -hmm. And we clicked. You know what her response was? Her response was, I'm a nail tech too. Wow. Uh, and I train. And I was like, what? And that's how I knew that this is was a space for me because there's just different things that, re, that were like reconfirming that, mm -hmm. okay, like, remember I was trained by the black nail tech yeah. and then I go to introduce myself and try to get a new client mm -hmm. and she was a nail tech that was licensed yeah. to train. She ended up training me on manicures and pedicures from her home as well and acrylics. Her name is Bridget Lacker love her to death mm -hmm. and when i and then slowly and surely i started to see more and more and more and more of us and i i honestly i just love the fact that we are infiltrating period like yeah, like it's I just agree. it's just honestly amazing amazing things every time i see like a, a class where like they post their graduates the end of the class and i look to see how many black techs are in there yeah it's important because it's like even with me like as you know i started out in the beauty industry as a hairstylist mm -hmm. And I went to hair school in, I would say 2003. Mm -hmm. And I was the only black girl in there. I was the only black girl in there. All the teachers were white. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I felt I felt kind of uncomfortable. Like, mm -hmm. did you ever feel like that? Like when you started doing nails, did you ever feel like, well, who's gonna come to me to do my nails? Nobody wants a black girl doing nails. Did um, you ever feel like that or? No, I didn't feel uncomfortable. What I think what I felt most uncomfortable about with my transition is when someone would ask me, oh, what do you do? And then I say, I do nails, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that took a while for me to embrace because we're not known to be doing nails. So how good really can you be? Yeah. Like, can you really compete I with these it. people that are accustomed to doing nails mm -hmm. or what you're used to seeing? Yeah. Um, so that was the only thing that was most uncomfortable for me. I knew that I was going to attract my kind mm -hmm. um, because I'm black. Like so, yeah. for, for, so right. So, off, like in that sense, I wasn't uncomfortable. It was just the fact that when someone said, you know, I moved from a professional yeah. as being an underwriter and an account manager and whatnot for insurance, moving into like something that's not necessarily recognized by us. It's also, something that's considered right? not a real job. Exactly. Um, so, in responding to that, I was a kind of shaky, but now I'm just like, I'm a nail tech yeah. and I own my own salon. Did you feel like when you were transitioning, do you feel like you had a lot of support from family and friends? Or like, what was their response when you were like, I'm going to do nails, I got let go from my job, I'm going to do nails? Like, did you feel you had a lot of support or you didn't have a lot of support? So, it was 50 50 for me. Mm -hmm. um, definitely had family and friends like my, my auntie marva she was like one of the first mm -hmm. she's a super duper cheerleader anyway so like she was amazing so i did have family and friends that did support off the hop um people that i expected to support um from the beginning didn't um and i've come to realize that it's okay uh and you have to just kind of be comfortable with that because people are accustomed to what they're accustomed to right yeah. um and so and people are particular with their image and, and what they like and whatnot and so when you're getting into a space where it's new to to me right new to you as being having your nails done by a black nail tech and you're accustomed to going to ken from yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like so that was so so the, the expectation of me knowing that okay i have like I don't know, 10 girlfriends that always do their nails. They're, all, they're, mm -hmm. they're gonna come to me. And then them not coming to me was like, okay, Ness, you gotta step your game up. And so when they did come to me, it was like, okay, I am doing something right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm progressing and once, and so I looked at it as more of a, 
a pat on the back as an achievement as a an award opposed to like oh well now you want to come to me you know what i'm saying you always have to approach situations from a positive like mind frame Mm -hmm. opposed to well you know like so it's just how i am as a person period yeah that's a good way to look at it yeah definitely now what do you like about being your own boss because you're someone who went from having a boss working in the nine to five clocking in clocking out what do you love about being your own boss okay so let me first start by saying i was a horrible employee <laughs> like when i tell you horrible employee i would always call in yeah but and maybe I, because, and you know what maybe i apologize from somebody wasn't for you girl I apologize. I, you know, I sat back and I thought about this the other day, and I want to actually reach out to like my managers and whatnot to say that. Listen, I am so sorry mm-hmm. for being like I did. I was a, I was good at my job. I was yeah. efficient. I was reliable. I was resourceful. I was amazing at my job. But I was a horrible employee. Okay. To address your question, though, um, it just feels it feels Probably amazing. It just wasn't meant for you to it work just, for somebody. Yes, no, and mm-hmm. and and I and I realized that when I started working for myself and waking up at seven o'clock was no issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just roll out of bed and be like, okay, let's go downstairs. I got two, three clients coming in this morning. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas with when I had to commute to work, it's like, oh my God, you got to worry about the snow and I don't want to go there and it's so far and you call in sick, you go in half day, you make up excuse left, right and center. And I didn't feel an ounce of resistance going, waking up to work for myself. Not yeah. an ounce of resistance. So like, that's how I knew for a fact that this is where I needed to be, my own boss period yeah now what advice would you give to another black woman or even just another woman in general Mm -hmm. who's thinking of getting into nails but they're they might be scared or they might have that mentality like man nobody's gonna come to me if i do it Mm -hmm. so let me put that idea on the back burner like what advice would you tell them um okay i'd first tell them to to pace themselves and not have expectations of people um going into anything having expectations of other of others is detrimental because then you then you measure yourself based on who and what and when they come to you right um so definitely have set standards and expectations of yourself right um do things the right way from the beginning um doing kind of I mean, it's hard when you're not coming from a business background, um, but definitely, and pacing yourself, like pacing yourself, believing in yourself, Mm -hmm. um, taking the time to learn. Like the one thing that I wish I had, which uh, was like, I did have a mentor, like Bridget was awesome. Like I could call her anytime and ask her anything. but to have someone over my shoulder saying try this and try that i didn't have that so a lot of my things were trial and error right and it's okay to mess up it's okay to um to let a client leave and not necessarily be happy with your work because you know what like it's okay just take your time you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's it's just okay just believe in yourself be confident um pay attention to the industry um, learn what you need to learn on your own. Be proactive in learning and being up to date with things. I um, mean, just don't be afraid. Like, just be completely, completely like yourself and 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 invest in yourself. More yeah. importantly, yeah, yeah. And um, what? How do you feel about all these lockdowns and the toll that it's taken on the beauty industry? I feel like we've been hit really hard. Our industry, mm-hmm. whether it be nail salons, barbershops 
hair salons, mm-hmm. lash techs. Like, how how do you feel about it? And do you agree with the lockdowns? Okay, so in terms of agreeing with the lockdowns, from day one, I I'm I'm <laughs> I'm naturally like a risk taker slash a rebel, um, mm-hmm. and so I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I don't care at this point. But I took the lockdowns as an opportunity, um, and so with the lockdowns, because a lot of places were affected by lockdowns, more so the storefronts, um, I was sought out, right? Um, and so for me, for me, this whole COVID nineteen thing was actually a super duper blessing, mm-hmm. because my 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 goal was always to grow. Um, but the way things just kind of took off for me as a result of um, was just not what I expected but I definitely am like I'm embracing it and I'm super duper appreciative of it Um, but I don't agree with it I don't agree with it because we are in a very intimate setting uh, where we have a lot of control on who comes in how they come in what you do and we've been you know? trained on proper sanitation and exactly all so whereas you have like these big box stores that you can go in touch this touch that sneeze who knows you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you and they they can't take the measures that we actually can take and that we've been taking yeah right not none of this is new to us in terms of yeah. sanitizing you've been wearing a mask cleanly. before covid exactly i wear it for dust but you know Regardless, it's transferable, <laughs> right? Um, but I, 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 I'm over it. When I tell you I'm over it, I'm over it. I don't agree with it. I don't, I, it's just, it's a bag of just nonsense to me. Yeah. But it's it, for me, it's been just a blessing because I'm a risk taker, so I, I don't care. <laughs> and last question I have for you, Ness, is what would you tell your younger self? Oh, man. You know, I've been thinking about this question and I was like, it's probably going to be a bit off topic, but a bit related. Um, I came to Canada when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, from Guyana. From Guyana, mm-hmm. right? And one of the biggest things when you're a migrant is you are, you're coming into an unknown. And for me, it was pretty difficult because my dad was sick shortly after us moving here. Um, so I was, I've been fending for myself literally since I was 15, mm-hmm. right? Um, and one of the things that I wish I knew and I would tell any 16 year old or if I could tell myself back then was learn about money, learn about credit, credit. I learned the hard way is everything. And the only thing that all that matters as you, as you mature, um, we've all made horrible decisions when it comes to spending money making money and on whatnot but learning the credit system and learning about money how to spend how to save how to invest you know and those things are that like it will set the foundation for anything going forward yeah period credit without that you are nobody in this world it's more than cash <laughs> i learned that as i got older Girl, mm-hmm. i remember someone told me that i when i told him when i told him that credit is like you're nobody without credit the man told me to check my self-esteem and i thought i stopped talking to him i was like okay well you are not where i need to be with i'm sorry (laughs) goodbye yeah now he's you know he's come to terms with it and he's like i'm sorry and he recognizes um but credit is everything so definitely learn everything you can about money and credit that's a good one yeah well thanks for your time ness thank you for coming on that was a good conversation i enjoyed having you Thank you for having um, me. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media if they're not already following you. Okay. Well, um, 
my handle on Instagram is nails underscore by underscore Ness. My email address is nailsbyness at gmail.com. And um, if you happen to have my phone number, then give me a call, but I prefer not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was good. Thanks, Renee. No problem.